Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Victor Osio. Listen, when I told you I'll be bringing so many game changers, so many passionate entrepreneurs, people who have actually shifted and touched so many lives, well, she's one of them. And uh, she's very passionate about helping people reach their financial dreams. She's a financial expert. And also, she's a very motivated woman who has a passion for helping others succeed in life and business. She's the mother of four, top-performing realtor, entrepreneur, money coach, and speaker. I welcome Candice back freezing. Yeah. Hello, Candice. How are you? Great. Thanks so much, Victor, for having me. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah. And... Um, you see, most times we kind of, as entrepreneurs, we can't do everything alone by ourselves. So we have some, we have people who actually help us and um, your assistant helped to like schedule this meeting for us to like come together. And I, I really appreciate you for taking your time to come on this podcast, which I understand you're very busy. So let's crack into it. Can you just tell us just a little bit about yourself before we move into what we're discussing today? Yeah, for sure. So um, again, thanks so much for having me. Um, your introduction was great. I am a, a realtor. Of, uh, I'm located in Canada and I've got four kids. I'm a country girl. I don't live in our major city. I live about an hour outside. And um, business has just always been part of my life. So I was fortunate to be raised by entrepreneurs and Maybe some people would say not so fortunate because it's a, it's a crazy life being an entrepreneur, but as a kid, you don't know any different, right? So I had uh, grandparents and parents who were all self-employed. And so I learned a lot of lessons along the way. Uh, you see it later when you're older, but you know, you, you learn a lot of lessons just by being in a family of entrepreneurs. And so uh, from there, I, I went to business school here in, in Manitoba, got my Bachelor of Commerce and didn't end up going the route I thought, you know, I thought I'd be a career woman and not get married, just focus and be an accountant. And of course, never say never in life. Um, that's my number one tip, because uh, now I'm married with four kids and not an accountant. So, <laughs> so that's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, that's excellent. And... How has life been balancing entrepreneurship and family? Is there is there any conflict there? Um, yeah, you know, it, it's uh, I never want anyone to think that it's a balance. I think that this work life balance thing is is a uh, is misleading for people. Um, it it makes it seem like it's this fantasy, this perfect you know fairy tale life that everything just kind of comes together. And again, most days it's like. Okay, do we got enough food in the fridge? Do we have somebody to pick up the kids wherever they are <laughs> with all their activities? And um, everyone's clean and fed and well, we kind of got through the day, right? And so, you know, it's, um, I, I call it work-life integration, right? It's trying to figure out how to make everything come together well. Um, and I think that also it's really being intentional about our time. So, you know, we don't sit around and just kind of watch TV, right? We, if I'm at home, I'm probably doing a couple things at once. And if I'm, you know, I'm very intentional to make sure I'm asking my kids how their day was, 
you know, any struggles they had, any celebrations they've had, how, how's the, you know, things going with their friends, right? So just being very intentional and very connected um, and the communication is, is really key, no matter if we're talking business or family. Uh, so as much as possible, um, my life is very intentional, I would say. Wow, that is that is great because I really like what you use the work life integration because there's this myth going on around about oh you need to be able to balance this with balance that it's ninety nine percent of the time it doesn't actually work that way I won't say hundred percent but ninety nine percent of the time it doesn't work that way because things happen shit happens and you just find yourself yeah. you know what let me just if I just do one more one more one more and just try to sort it out and. Yeah. You find out that you're just going somewhere else and you say, okay, let me just uh, feel the guilt because I'm a dad of three. So mm-hmm. sometimes you want to overcompensate and you find yourself leaning towards and you kind of kick yourself, you know, oh, you've forgotten you need to like make this happen. Yeah. And as an entrepreneur, it is up to you and nobody else. Yeah. Have you been in that situation before? You must have. Oh yeah, lots of times. <laughs> uh, you know, once you get going in any business again, you know, you think, oh, this can't be that hard or, oh, so my friend can do this or it looks so easy on the internet. Uh, but really it takes a lot of uh, a lot of grind and some people don't like that word, but you, you got to put a lot of effort into anything if you're going to get it off the ground, right? So yeah, and with family, that's, that's not always easy, right? So um, again, sometimes it's making dates with your kids. It's making sure you have a date with your wife, right? So that you, or your husband, so that you have, you know, those intentional times. And again, it's not this, uh, sporadic, you know, just, Oh, you know, let's go on a date. Well, sometimes that just doesn't happen when life is so busy. So you've mm-hmm. got to plan these things out just like any other appointment. And, uh, so Friday I have a date with my daughter and we're going for a massage and, going to buy some jewelry or whatever she wants and having dinner together. So it doesn't have to be anything over the top, but it's just making that time. Um, But definitely, you know, your kids need to know and your family needs to know that when you start a business, especially if you're doing like a side hustle, um, it's going to be different, right? It it affects everybody in the family. and, And I think as an entrepreneur, it's easy to say, well, everything seems to be okay, but um, you know, being very careful. And again, that communication that the family knows life's going to be different now, you know, I'm starting a business. This is why getting them involved, if you can, all those things are important. Yeah, that is, that is, that is very enlightening. I just want you to take us on this journey on your personal journey. You, you're a trained accountant. How did you, I know your background is from entrepreneurial background. But for yourself, you're a trained accountant and you, how did you move? Yeah, so I think, you know, when I think back, it was probably about when I was 12 or so. And I thought, okay, so I could see all this success around me, right? I could see my parents have a business and they had struggles too. We all do in, in business and pains of growing a business. Again, there's, it's not always, um, all roses, um, and wonderful times there's there's struggles with growth and so they were very successful in growing a business but again you see the behind the scenes of the cash flow struggles and hiring a lot of people as the business grows and now you've got different issues that you're dealing with right 
And um, so anyway, when I was about 12, I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, how am I going to pay bills one day? And <laughs> so I was, I was very, um, I guess, again, very ind independent. So I wasn't going to talk to my parents about it, but I was like, I got to start figuring out this money thing. So I would, you know, we didn't really have much online back then. And, and there wasn't all these resources like there is now, like podcasts like you have, right? Where it's easy for people to kind of have an inside look at different conversations people are having. But back then, you know, you buy the books and <laughs> you do what you can. So mm -hmm. so I would buy personal finance books. I was this nerdy kid buying this stuff and trying to figure out all this money stuff. So fast forward, yeah, I went to university, ended up becoming a realtor and I think another tip for people is to really listen to what other people are saying about you because um, people would say like, you know, the real estate deal would be done. And then people are like, I don't know if this is appropriate, but can I ask you something about money? Cause you seem to know about money. And then they'd ask me about, you know, what should I do about this inheritance that I'm getting from my relative and, and stuff like that. And I just realized, you know what, there's so much more that I really need to help people with than just their real estate transaction. Um, some people, they wanted to start a business, but they were scared and they didn't know how to do a business plan and they, they didn't want to go to the bank. Everyone hates going to the bank, right? So all these different things came up and I just thought, no, now's the time, right? So, so, and, and sort of the flip side of that too, is when you see gifts in other people, let them know for the same reason, right? Um, because it's these gifts that often, you know, are catapult us into what maybe we we should be doing or another way to grow an existing business or a way to start a business and so from there i started doing money coaching um the real estate business we've also done an offshoot into doing staging for for other realtors um so again you know it's yeah not only expanding you know into a whole new business but also just another related business to what we were doing um yeah so th those are a couple of things that i'm that i'm currently doing right now yeah i really like you know you know the second tip that you just dropped on us when you see gifts in other people let them know that is i've never thought of it like that i've never seen it like that can you just go more into that yeah i think um you know i was i was at a group um a women's group and uh, I also do a little bit of that, that kind of stuff, um, women's groups and sort of, again, empowering women. And, and so this woman said, okay, group. Um, and we, we all sort of knew her a little bit. It wasn't like we were strangers, but she's like, I don't know what I'm gifted at. And, you know, we're all like, oh, come on, come on. Like, she's like, no, like, I don't know what I'm gifted at, you know? And next thing you know, we're all like, oh, you're really good at this and you're really good at that. And, you know, I think that, even if somebody seems really confident, sometimes we ignore those people almost the most, but we have to let people know what they're great at. And um, it's important, you know, that we, we aren't just so self-consumed and looking in at ourselves of what we, what we're good at and trying to always prove it ourselves. But, you know, it's, it's not only that you can give back money to other people or, or stuff like that, but but our words are very powerful. And so if you can pour into somebody else, you know, we see that again with kids and things like that, but, but people in your community, people, you know, that are friends, your coworkers, your employees, like continue to pour into them because words really matter. That's, that's, that's great. So how do you, because it's one of your passion, 
of helping people to achieve their financial dreams. So for a passion entrepreneur or entrepreneur that is um, that just created their side hustle, how do you how would you help them to like achieve financial freedom? Yeah, I think it really um, depends where people are at. And so oftentimes it's kind of starting from ground one, you know, from step number one of just where are you at? What are you looking to achieve, right? So some people, they want to have, they think legacy, right? And I want to pass on as much as I can to the kids. The next person says, I want to travel the world as fast as possible. So some people are just like, I'm struggling. I just want to be able to pay the bills every month and not have to worry, right? So everyone's in a very different place in life. Um, money issues never really stop or money concerns. You can have people that have a lot of wealth and they're worried about losing it, right? <laughs> so absolutely, there's still issues and concerns no matter how much money you have. Um, so it really is looking at that, you know, and, and sometimes it's relationship stuff. So, you know, my, my partner and I can't communicate about money. We're on different pages. He just wants to spend or she's hiding money and she's not telling me the real story. Right. Um, so there's all kinds of different things. Um, there can be issues with kids. There can be issues with parents, inheritance, all kinds of stuff. Like money is part of all of all as aspects of our life. Right. Um, so whether it's personal or it's a business, again, sort of looking at, okay, what, what are you trying to achieve, right? Are you just starting out and you want to, you need to really focus on growing sales? Are you at the point where you're growing? So you're trying to think of, okay, how can I, you know, accumulate more um, money to be able to get into that growth phase? Or do I look at borrowing money and stuff like that? There's, it's just, it's all over the place with money coaching, which is kind of the interesting part about it. The other thing is that I'm not selling anything to anybody unless they want to buy a house, I guess. Right. But, um, but it's not like, Oh, you're an insurance <laughs> person who's just trying to sell me insurance or you're a stock salesperson, right? So you're just, you're selling me investments. Um, money coaching is just really about that person and where they're at and getting them to the next point in life or working through mindset, um, money mindset stuff, uh, the psychology of money and things like that. So yeah, so it's a really interesting, uh, very dynamic type of coaching. Yeah, Candice, I you know I've I've read this fantastic book, Josh Klassen's classic. You know the the richest man in Babylon. Yeah. You know that is from from not zero, from even minus. You can actually walk your way towards and those structures. Do you have a structure that whatever? Whatever, whatever place you are right now, you can yeah. actually move yourself towards the direction that you want to go. Do you have a structure for that? Yeah. So again, once you're, you have to sort of figure out where, where you're at. A lot of people, they kind of ignore their money. So they, they don't actually know where things are at. So number one is just actually looking at where am I at? Where am I spending the money? Why am I spend, spending in different ways? Um, what do I have to get under control? So if there's credit card debt and, and stuff that's just, if you're spiraling or if you're just not able to pay bills and you're going backwards, we got to get to, again, sort of that square one. Um, and then after that, it's, again, what do you want to achieve? So what's important to you right now? Where do you want to go? And figuring out what, what wealth is to you, right? Is it having freedom? Is it having a great job and working till 65? 
Is it leaving lots of money to the kids? Is it traveling? What is it? And a lot of times people don't even spend 10 minutes thinking about what they really want. So if I said to you, come up with a list of 50 things that are kind of your dreams for your life, most people can come up with three to five. So really thinking about what you actually want is the starting point. And we seem to just kind of glide through life and then life's over, right? So we don't have that many hours, that many days on this earth, really. So what do you want? And let's work towards getting there, right? Again, being very intentional. Um, and that looks different to everybody. So figuring that piece out and then investing, what are you comfortable with? So everyone's got a different look at that too. So not just where you're putting your money, but do you want to start a side hustle to grow your income? Maybe it's time to apply for a new career. Maybe it's time to go back to school. So again, just helping people take action. There's so many times where people say, man, I should have done this 10 years ago. So let's not waste any more time and let's get going. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, before we jumped into this, you, you were telling me about um, a very unique story about um, one of your clients about moving from, can you just say, can you just say that just for the record? Because that was really, really touching. I'm trying to think which story I was just oh, telling. Yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, she, you know, not she, but um, that started the side hustle because she had um, one of those illnesses, which was supposed to be something that's oh yeah yeah to you hold know him down or hold her down, but yeah. Well, on my podcast, I was just um, I was sharing before we started. I have a podcast as well, and I interview different entrepreneurs just to really show people like the sky's the limit. And there's a guy with Down syndrome who started a business selling socks, right? And, and um, Down syndrome is kind of known to um, the association. They sort of raise money and awareness around crazy socks. That's They have a crazy sock day. And I think because of that, um, now he started the sock business. So he sells all these crazy different socks that you're not going to find in, in the store. And yeah, yeah he employs, um, I think, it was maybe 40 people and 20 of them had disabilities as well. Like unbelievable, right? It's not only that he's starting a business, but he's also employing other people who have disabilities too. Just incredible. You know, he goes around with his dad and he speaks at different schools and just changing lives every day. Right. And, and that's the crazy cool thing about being an entrepreneur. You're like, you just don't know. And life in general, you just don't know what, what tomorrow is going to bring. Right. And just being open to the possibility, right? And I think when he started that business, he didn't know he was going to be traveling all over the place or mm -hmm. his dad, right? They didn't know where they would be housing this, where they were getting socks from, who were going to be their suppliers. But it's just stepping out, you know, day one in faith saying, let's just go for it, right? And everything's going to work out. We're just going to keep pushing ahead and you're going to have those hard days, but, you know, keep going, push through the tough days. And um, and you'll see the results. Yeah, because most is most of the things that is holding some entrepreneurs or some would be side hustlers or people with passion is that faith to just take the first step yeah. and trust in themselves, the self confidence, the belief to take the next step and the following step without actually seeing the whole 
the whole picture. I think that is one of the greatest gifts or one of the most exciting thing about being an entrepreneur. Yeah. That is that is a cool story. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you there's so many ways to expand too. You can also buy a business, right? Like sometimes we always think about okay, what kind of business could we start? Um, but sometimes, you know, maybe there's a way to buy a business that's related to what you're doing. So maybe you already have a business and you see somebody in there, your supplier or something, and you could just buy that one and speed everything up, right, to save time. So that's another way to do it. There's that's um, sometimes when there's so many options, it kind of feels overwhelming, but mm -hmm. it's also a cool thing that there's so many different ways that you can start a business. Yeah, that is that is another way. Instead of starting, you can just buy, which just short circuit the process and might be a more faster way to get to where you want to get to. Yeah. In 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 the shortest possible time. Well, yeah. that is that is really revealing. What's the name of your podcast? Um, Investor Smarts, Money and the Entrepreneurial Spirit. Investor Smart, Money and the Entrepreneurial Spirit. Yeah, you guys should go check her out as well. The world is a huge one and it is open for anyone who who is ready, who is willing to like stand up, take the first step, be bold enough, take the first step, the second step. Who knows? You can be traveling around the world. Who knows? You know, with faith and God on your side, the sky is absolutely your limit. Yeah. So can you just tell us where to actually find you? Yep. Um, so Investor Smarts, it's also my brand, not just the podcast. So Investor Smarts with the S at the end, dot CA. CA is for Canada. So investorsmarts.ca. Excellent. Excellent. The world is a global village. I'm in London. She's in Canada. We are connected. Wise mentors, wise words does not necessarily need to come from your local. You can stretch your hands across and listen to wise words that can actually take you from A to B to C, just like that. So reach out to her. If you like what she said, you can connect with her anytime. Go check her podcast out. Candice, thank you very much for your spending your time with Diaspora Entrepreneurs family. And we are very grateful for this. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your strategies. God bless. You too. Thanks, Victor.